Colossians 1.18 says, So spacious is he, so roomy, that everything of God finds its proper place in him without crowding. This podcast is going to help you live out your faith, walk in the Spirit, and rest in God's grace. Hey there, my name is Wendy Parker, and I want to welcome you to the Spacious Room Podcast. Hey there and welcome to this week's Spacious Room episode and today I want to talk about she has a plan. Yes, are you making fear-based decisions or faith-based ones? Well, Proverbs 31 verse 16 recognises the benefits of a woman who has a plan and she sticks with it. However, no matter how convincing this is in our heads that she who has a plan and she's going to stick to it no matter what. It's, it's all very good having good intentions and, and as great as they are, sometimes all our methods and ideas fall back into the trap of comparing and measuring ourselves against others and it happens so quickly. And we find we're trusting in man within the first few weeks of January rather than trusting in God. So don't you want to thrive this year? Then you need to be the she who has a plan. So she has a plan. It could perhaps be the title for the whole Proverbs 31. And when we read about Proverbs 31, we think about the truly excellent woman. And, you know, we can get really stressed out as women and anxious because we start comparing ourselves to the Proverbs 31 woman. You know, that one that we can't measure up with because of our own shortcomings, because our failings and our inadequacies. Yeah, that dreaded Proverbs 31 woman who seems to linger over us, the one who has all her life wrapped up in a neat little package and tied up in a big red bow. And she's got it all together. She's good. However, that's surface level because if you actually dig a little deeper in the Proverbs 31 woman, you see that she's actually worth more than rubies. And we discover a woman whose character, because she chooses to stick to a plan, we see wisdom and the result of trusting and knowing who God is and then outworking that in her life is the response to God's character. And each step of her plan follows God's instruction. And there's no space in her plan for fear, or worry, or doubts to gain any traction. And she focuses all her energy on the plan. As she considers, and she plants, and inspires, and moves, and rises, and makes, and equips, and spins, and she reaches and extends her hands. She's always choosing wisely, and she's always thinking carefully, because she is directed by the plan. And because her plan is always pointed to the one who knows the end from the beginning. She knows she's safe. But many distractions come into our plans, don't they? Only when we feel our security is being threatened and, and we, we think we... And, and it can come in physical or financial or emotionally. And, and then we find that our plan, we, we start losing our way and we become afraid as our choices and options feel cramped feel limited because the plan we need to stick to 
just becomes too tight, too suffocating, too constrained. So what do we do? We, we look for the value, our worth in man. and We search for that stamp of approval rather than searching for God's approval. Don't get me wrong, asking for advice and taking things to trusted friends is, is very helpful. And I'm glad we have friends. But the discussion should actually clarify plans rather than confuse them. And in Jeremiah 17, verses 5 to 8, it says, Cursed is the man who trusts in man and makes flesh his strength, whose heart departs from the Lord. For he shall be like a shrub in the desert and shall not see when good comes, but shall inhabit the parched places in the, de- in the wilderness, in the salt land which is not inhabited. Blessed is the man who trusts in the Lord and whose hope is the Lord, for he shall be like a tree planted by the waters, which spreads out its roots by the river, and will not fear when heat comes, but its leaf will be green, and will not be anxious in the year of drought, nor will cease from yielding fruit. I love that. You know, makes flesh his strength. His heart departs from the Lord. We've got to be planted in the waters and spread our roots out in the river. So we don't fear when heat comes. It keeps our leaves green. When the plan unravels because we are looking at man and we see his opinion, it starts disabling our destiny. And if we're always worrying about what people say and think about the plan God has for our lives, we're never going to achieve anyone. We're never going to gain traction. Personally, I, I struggle sometimes with the vocation that's God given me. Writing... It can be very lonely, but it's a craft that is very unconventional and it doesn't fit into the parameters of a nine till five job. And all the writers out there say yes and amen, that's right. Some writers I know write at one, two o'clock in the morning because that's the time they find that they're most creative. But it's a craft that is mostly individualistic. And some people, when... You tell them that you're a writer, they, some are like, yes, I admire your guts and determination. Or they actually steer completely from that conversation because they think writing or writers, more to the point, are kooky, inconsistent or, or just plain odd. And so when I feel this, I, I start to compare myself to others and then I start looking what they're doing and wondering if I've missed something or I've made a wrong turn instead of trusting the plan God has for my life. And then I worry that the plan is just me heading full speed straight towards the cliff edge and believing I'm inevitably going to free fall off it and just become another one of those depilitated poor saps who wind up in the inhabited salt land that we spoke about in Jeremiah. But we need to be the one, the she who has a plan, needs to be aware that this danger at all costs, because double-mindedness, it actually shipwrecks our destiny. And James 1, 6, 9 reminds us that the key is that your request be anchored by your single-minded commitment to God. Those who depend only on their own judgment are like those lost on the seas, carried away by any wave or picked up at any wind. 
Those adrift on their own wisdom shouldn't assume the Lord will rescue them or bring them anything. It's because the splinter of divided loyalty shatters your compass and leaves you dizzy and confused. The splinter of divided loyalty shatters your compass and leaves you dizzy and confused. And that's what happens. We cannot find our true north. We cannot find our callings or our destinies if the splinter is shattered in our compass. She that has a plan is loyal to the cause. It's always pointing in the right direction. Even when the seas get choppy and the winds of change try to move it off course. And the enemy knows we look to man. He knows that we get distracted. He knows that we can get fretful and anxious. Because the she who has a plan. He has a scheme. And it isn't going to stop her. I oh, know. That's way too obvious. He's not, he's not going to stop you in your plan. No, he's, he's just going to sprinkle a little doubt. A little fear. Because that starts shattering the needle on your compass and it disables you and impairs your focus and immobilizes you and so then it becomes your plan rather than God's plan that grinds to a halt and she that has a plan knows that the enemy has the scheme and she that is wise like the Proverbs 31 woman knows it's really God's plan because she knows that the enemy knows this too, because it's better to have she who has a plan to become lame and limp with fear and doubt so it damages her trust in God rather than stopping her moving forward. Yeah, that's more immobilizing and harmful to her faith, the she who has a plan. Because the enemy is very good at throwing a little shade on a bright future, lessening the joy and passion a little knowing that snuffing out all that oxygen that ignites your dreams rather than snuffing you out altogether. And this is where the enemy gets in, gets in your head and gets in your thinking and is getting you to focus on the comparing and the wondering what everyone else is doing, looking at their plan instead of looking at your own or the one God has for you, comparing our past we compare our present, we compare our future with others. We check the blueprints again and again of their future and we, we analyse it against our own blueprints for our own future. But then again, Proverbs twenty nine twenty five helps the she who has a plan to know that if you fear other people, you are walking into a dangerous trap. But if you trust in the eternal, you will be safe. And I'm reminded of the Christian group, Casting Crowns. They wrote something many years ago and I wrote it down in one of my notebooks and I found it out. And as I looked at it and I read it, I thought, yeah, we can feel the splinter of division, shattered our compass. It can leave you dizzy and confused and it can't find your true north. And this is what Casting Crowns said. It says, so many of us, Obsess over things outside of our control. We fret over our past because we're afraid it will either come back to bite us or we'll fall back into it. Then we sweat over our future because we either fear we'll blow it yet again or we fear what God will allow into our lives. 
Either we believe God is sovereign and arranges all of our circumstances or else we believe some things are beyond his control. And if we believe the latter, that means we believe in whim and happenstance. And that means we believe in chaos. So are you feeling like that little shrub in the desert who's not near the river, soaking her roots? And perhaps it's because you've started looking at others, comparing, and so your decisions become fear-based and they overrule your faith-based ones. I know, I've fallen into this trap many times and I do it often. And the enemy is so strategic and so smart because he carefully lays it out for me. He knows the trips and traps and pitfalls. But she who has a plan, the she who knows it's from God and sticks to that plan regardless of what the enemy throws her way, shall be like a tree planted by the waters whose leaves will be green and always bearing fruit. So do you want to thrive in this next season and you need to be the she who has a plan a plan that falls in step with God and is followed through with boldness and consistency you know this is your journey dear fellow traveler and it's nobody else's we've got to stop comparing our blueprints to others the plan God has for you is purposely for you and wherever God guides you my friend Know that he has given you the strength to never, ever give up. And I'll catch you next time. Thanks for listening to this podcast. If you would like more teaching and messages on the Christian life, then check out my website, thebigvoiceonline.com. I look forward to sharing the spacious room with you next time.